You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline, and my aim is to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time. Through storytelling, these deeper conversations have been designed to act as a virtual toolkit. I like to pack them with practical advice, thought-provoking insights, and life-changing rituals. Together with my wonderful guests, my hope is that this podcast inspires and empowers you to thrive in all aspects of your life. If you're feeling ready to rise up to new challenges, radiate positivity, and have an unshakable belief in yourself, then take a deep breath, buckle up, and let's go on this ride together. Well, this is a very exciting moment because I feel like I haven't seen you or been in your energy for way too long, but welcome back to The Healthy Hustlers, my darling friend, Christy. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I've missed you. Like, I've missed our cosmic chats. (laughs) I know. And it was such a... um, unplanned little leave vacation (laughs) time away from each other Um, so we do apologize to anyone who was waiting for these episodes I know so many of you get so much out of it so we do apologize but we are back in your ears and we are chatting all things October all things Libra season I'm very excited are you excited Oh my goodness, I'm excited. Like I'm a Virgo, so I've just navigated my season. But I have to say between all of the planetary retrogrades, all of the supermoons, even Virgo season felt a little bit intense. So it's been nice to have like such a shift in energy. And it's interesting because I instantly felt it. And then I always find like I get really busy in Libra season. And I think it's just because spring arrives in Australia, there's new energy, Libra represents like it's the personal air planet. It represents connection and collaboration. So I feel like everyone starts to stretch and like let go of that winter energy and embrace our bold new beginning. Oh, I love that so much. And it's so funny you say that because the other day I was explaining to Georgia about seasons and how we were just in winter and now we're in spring. And because she thinks just as soon as the sun comes out, it's summer. And I'm like, no, darling, it's actually spring. And she turned to me and she's like, mummy, I love spring. feels so good and I was like I do too (laughs) so I love that you said that you know it is spring and it's that new energy because I feel like you can really feel it. Libra season also marks the equinox and so depending on where in the world you live will determine the season that you're in but I know um, for where we're at right now and especially with the cosmic forecast that we've had this year I think it's how I'm really approaching it, it's kind of like our fresh start of 2023. It's yes. halfway through the astrological year. And mm-hmm. look, to be really honest, I actually think we need it. I I suppose the last month or two, I think maybe we've even spoken about this in the past, I really feel like the last couple of years have caught up with us. So it's just nice to have just an injection of fresh vibes. Yes, for sure. And I feel like, I don't know if you've been seeing them, I'm sure you have, but all of those quotes on Instagram where everyone's like, you know, it's the the last three months of the year. How are you going to use it? Like, I don't want to alarm you, but it's so nice. You know, a few months ago, that would have felt so overwhelming reading something like that. But having this new energy and, you know, the the better weather and all of that actually almost makes you feel really excited that you do have this opportunity to make the most of the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. Like even for the mantras that are going to come out this week, writing them, I was like, I started everyone like May, the next six months of the astrological year, dot, 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 because I think we just can capitalize on this energy. Mm. And 
I suppose like carve out this new cycle, this new beginning, this new era of whatever we're wanting to create, achieve or work towards like you get to decide, you get a fresh start today. I love that so much. And I guess talking of mantras, what is one that we can really lean on during this season and start to really embody? This is normally associated, like bold is an energy that's actually associated with Aries. But what I will say, because we're building up, um, we've just, we would have just had an Aries supermoon and we're also about to move into eclipse season, which actually activates the axis of Libra and Aries. Okay. And so I would really lean into a mantra that coincides with, I get to harness and embrace a bold new beginning. I think by really saying something around like, I get to do this, it actually puts you in the driver's seat of your life. I love that. It's so funny because I actually just did a whole episode on main character energy. And when you were talking, then I was like, oh my goodness, this is so aligned. So didn't even realize that it was such perfect time for such an episode. (laughs) But it is, it's like, yeah, being in that driver's seat. I love that kind of thought pattern and really harnessing you know, the energy that comes with that. Cause I think it is such a powerful thing, especially if you are someone that really wants to achieve something or strive for something, or like you said, that new beginnings, it's such a beautiful time to be able to really start to do that. Libra is ruled by Venus. And if I think of manifestation and main character energy, there's kind of like this dance between taking control, being bold, jumping in the driver's seat. But there's also this real feminine approach of um, surrendering and trust. Mm. And I always think like when Libra season is here is like you have to let a little bit of Venus energy in. You have to embrace, you have to be able to trust. Like when you're constantly looking at your goals and you're constantly visualizing, like I do think we need visualization practices and mantras in our every day, but there also has to have a, there has to be a radical self-acceptance to really trust that that energy is already on its way to you. And so um, I think by like looking to how you can embrace both masculine and feminine energy will really help you to, I suppose, use this energy and the season to your advantage. Oh, I really like that. And when you talk about masculine and feminine energy, can you just explain that a little bit more for anyone that might be new to that concept? Like, I guess the different feeling or the different actions and behaviors that you might take in those energies yeah so like in the zodiac there's both masculine and feminine energy some signs are masculine some signs are feminine feminine doesn't necessarily relate to gender it's just more so about an energy that you embody Mm -hmm. so when i think of masculine energy and feminine there's like a low vibrational energy and a high vibrational energy yes so a low vibrational energy of masculine is aggression so it's forging a path and being really aggressive in that pursuit whereas a high vibrational energy is assertive it's going I know what I want and I'm going to go after it but I'm also going to ensure that I um, am not like a bulldog like is it a bull in a china shop (laughs) that like analogy (laughs) something along those lines (laughs) something random like that yes yeah I think it is a bull in a china shop I'm pretty sure that's (laughs) so weird oh my god I know. And so it is. It's about harnessing assertion. Whereas mm-hmm. if we think of feminine energy, feminine and low vibrational is codependent. Yes. It's like, okay. I need these other people to meet my needs or mm-hmm. I can't move ahead because I don't have the right support system. Whereas yes. feminine energy and a high vibration is intuitive. It's yeah. about knowing what's right for you and building like this, oh, this luscious um, and unwavering self-trust with yourself. Oh, and we love her. We love her energy, don't we? (laughs) 
Oh, that is so good. Thank you so much for explaining that because I feel like, you know, so often we do kind of think of that as male and female. Rather, we all have masculine and we all have feminine energy. It's just about how to harness and where to harness which one because they both have their own powers I guess they're in superpowers like and they're both necessary it's just about when to tap into which one so thank you for explaining that what are some things that we might experience during the this period this season I think that there's two really significant dates that everyone really needs to take note of and that would be October the 15th and October the 29th so We're moving into eclipse season and eclipses, um, we have a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. So think of one as an energetically charged new moon and one is like a supercharged full moon. And so it just means that the energy is intensified and it's purely because the sun, moon and earth, they align and they activate what's known as the lunar nodes. And the lunar nodes really are illuminating our destiny Mm -hmm. and um Eclipses really signify huge turning point moments in our life, but because of the potency of the lunation, it means that things can feel really crunchy, emotionally fueled and supercharged. And because on the 15th, we have our first eclipse in the constellation of Libra, is that that really does represent a profound turning point within our relationship. So whether you're single or you're in a relationship, this could be business partnerships that you have with others, is that there is um, a real opportunity to look at where you might be compromising and giving away your power to others, or where you can get people to ultimately meet you halfway or be able to meet you where you're at when you need it okay and so that's definitely something to think about yeah for sure that's really interesting I love having those kind of key dates I know um in October there is the 11th of the 10th which I personally love because it's 111 (laughs) how can we kind of look at those dates because they they often fall in different months but that's just one that stood out for me when I've looked at the calendar I'm like oh I love that it's a that's a juicy date already but I mean how can we use those kind of dates in months and seasons to either I guess to our advantage in a way like do they have meaning or is that just something that I'm looking into and hoping it does Do you know what I think, and I'm such a big believer in this, if that holds meaning to you, then Mm. that is something that you should wholeheartedly embrace. Yes. I think that signs from the universe, whether it's connecting with your spirit guide, seeing angel numbers, using a significant date, I suppose in my opinion, it's just an opportunity for you to be conscious and mindful And also look and reflect at how you could maybe grow or evolve or how that um, time presents an opportunity for transformation in your life because of the meaning that it holds. And so um, I think especially with the dates when I'm using uh, the stars to guide us is that don't anticipate them. Go out and live your life. But just earmark them, essentially. And so knowing that there's a big relationships theme happening Mm mid-month is really pay attention, right? If you journal or if you meditate, like 
explore that topic more than you normally would because I always know like when I take more time to connect with myself like there's always some epiphany that comes from that definitely so when you do say like a journal or you know get a bit more curious on these topics when it does come to relationships what are some things that you would actually journal or questions that you would ask yourself yeah so um Firstly, I think a really big one, because I think we tend to go through the motions and look, I'm not a parent, so I can only imagine like when you are a busy mom and you're trying to keep up, like you're looking after your partner and your kids and then you're like trying to meet the needs of your friendship circles. Probably some of the times you've got so much on your mind, you're just going through the motions. But one thing I think is really important to take note of is like, who are the people in your life that leave you lit up? Like mm. you walk away from the interactions with them and you just feel energetically charged because essentially I always think that's like our inner compass, our soul, letting us know that we're really receiving something from that relationship. Whereas reflecting on the people that leave you second guessing yourself like that's something to really explore because normally I think that those relationships can sometimes be in your interest not in your best interest but I also think there's a caveat to that too it also depends on the season that you're in the season that the other person's in as well Mm -hmm. it's not about essentially writing somebody else but I suppose prioritizing your time in a way where it's to your highest good because really that's what relationships should do is they Mm -hmm. should fill your cup It's so true, isn't it? And I guess for anyone who's maybe exploring this and finding out that, you know, maybe their circle or the people that they are spending time with aren't necessarily filling up their cup or, you know, allowing them to to tap into their true potential. What are kind of some first steps that you could like gentle steps that they could take to feel a little bit more confident about either letting go or, you know, shifting away from this, these relationships? And when's a good time? That's probably a really important one. When's a good time to actually actually do the next stage of stepping away? <laughs> now, don't have any conversations in October that you might later regret. That's the first thing that I will premise. With. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of the potency of the energy, it's sometimes easy to say something that you might later regret. And so yeah. I think it is just really important to go easy on yourself and have honest communication with grace. Yes. Um, I think it's really scary, though. Um, um, when I navigated some big changes a couple of years ago that have really shaped who I've become. But, you know, I had to really grieve some partnerships in my life, which were friendships. And yes. nobody really talks about, like, when you have to let go of relationships mm. that no longer serve you from a friendship context, because I think sometimes they're even harder than a normal breakup. Definitely and, agree. Um, sometimes it's not even worth having a conversation. Sometimes Mm. you might feel like you have to have a conversation to, you know, share something that's on your chest or you might need to clear the air. But I think other times, like sometimes things just naturally, like they run their course. And I think it's about not feeling guilty about that and acknowledging that people come into your life for a reason and a season. And so, you know, I think you can definitely approach things like that. The other conversation I have a lot with people I connect with is like, well, what do I do when I'm searching for like calling in my people and looking for people and especially with men when I'm Mm. connecting with men and they're looking for a romantic partnership and, you know, they might be changing as a person and they don't know where to look. And I'm like, go to the places where ultimately you're going to be able to meet somebody with a like-minded interest. So that could be as simple as like, 
looking at your local yoga studio and just checking out to see if they have any events. Mm -hmm. And it could be a sound bath meditation. It could be like something they do during the day. But it's like get in and around the environments that excite you because you never know who you might meet. That's a really cool insight. I love that you brought that up. I think that's... um that's a really beautiful takeaway for people because I think that's a really common question of like, okay, maybe I've learned how to say goodbye to the people or who's not serving me, but then how do I find the people that are right for me? Especially if you haven't grown up around that or you're not used to kind of having those high vibing people, it can be a really, I guess, harder one to navigate. But I love that you touched too on not necessarily always having to address a friendship or that ending. Like, it's funny, I've had some really big shifts in um, some relationships this year, which has been at times taken such a huge toll on me. And it's almost like I had to just become okay with where it was at for my own inner peace, my own inner, mm. you know, um, calm and just think it's not a convers- it's not a conversation that I have to keep having. It's not something that I have to keep addressing or even, I guess, you know, trying to have my my side understood it's just like I just need to be at peace in myself at where this is right now and that's actually brought me so much more I guess closure and comfort than constantly addressing this issue or discussing it or trying to understand two sides of a story it's just like it is what it is almost so um but I love also that philosophy of friends being there for a reason or a season I think that's yeah a really nice way to look at it looking at your natal chart and knowing the energy in there is like you're somebody that would give so much to the people in your life and I think that's really important that that's reciprocated Mm -hmm. and you know that can be hard too to swallow because you naturally want harmony in your relationship but it does get to a point where you've only got so much to go around yes (laughs) it's so true and I think it's almost like you only have so much energy to focus on certain things so it's almost like what are you giving your energy to right now? Like, you know, what's important? What are the things that you want to keep in the air? And I love that. Um, My friend, Ange Simpson always says this ball analogy, like what's your glass balls and what's your plastic balls? Like what's going to be, if it's dropped, it's glass and it smashes and what's plastic and it's going to bounce. So it's like, we can only have a certain amount of glass balls at a time. So it's like, what do you actually have the capacity and energy to hold in that time and what's the most important to you because that will change in every season and stage of your life yeah absolutely mm. absolutely depends how many demands you have happening yes. I think too we've been all tapped out so much energetically over the last yeah. couple of years totally. like there needs to be some form of ease in our lives mm. it shouldn't so be true. easy all the time yeah. but there needs to be That's ease <laughs> And now, are there any big kind of, I guess, alarm bells or things that we need to look out for? Obviously, you mentioned the dates. um, But yeah, is there anything else that we feel like we might be navigating that might be a little bit on edge? (laughs) Yeah, look, just really protect your pace towards the 29th of October with the um, next eclipse, which will be um, a full moon eclipse in Taurus. Yes. Um, We'll be heading into Scorpio season towards Mm. the back end of October. Um, Scorpio season, because it does represent transformation, and we'll dive into that in our next episode on Astro Dose, but it will really um, feel like a 
are quite an energetically charged time. And okay. so um, use the first half of the month to, you know, schedule, um, you know, those long overdue coffee dates, forge new connections, mm. um, because you'll probably find yourself retreating a little bit towards month's end. Yes, I love, love, love that. And any rituals that we could use that around the 29th to just bring a little bit more calm and ease to our world? Yeah, so um, just because we will be in um, moving into Scorpio season and yes. Scorpio's a fixed water sign, okay. um, I would 100% rec- recommend three key things. Um, number one is omega-3s. And I know Ooh. that sounds like a really random That ritual, is so but- random, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I always recommend um, when there's intense Scorpio energy or if somebody has a lot of Scorpio energy in their natal chart, they need to prioritize sleep and make sure they've got omega-3s in their diet. So, you know, just making sure you're supplementing accordingly. Um, Obviously, I'm not a practitioner, so, you know, do what feels best for you. But, yeah, that will definitely help you to maintain some um, inner equilibrium. Okay. The other thing that I would recommend is... um, magnesium salt baths just a great way to energetically recharge or spending some time in or around water because that will just help you to find your inner peace and equilibrium amazing oh i love that as always you're always delivering the goods here thank you for all of that astro dose of goodness so next time we will be chatting scorpio season and that will be november which is wild (laughs) I literally cannot believe that we are in the last few months of the year. Like, where did the year go? I just don't even know. But anyway. It's where that every year gets faster. But anyway. (laughs) Definitely as you get older, it just feels shorter. (laughs) Oh, seriously. I'm like, wow, you blink and winter's gone. So, but Christy, thank you so much. I'm always so grateful for your energy and your time. And we'll be back in everyone's ears again next month. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope it gave you a healthy boost. I'm so excited to be back next week for new episodes. But until then, if you want to chat, my DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram, one of my favorite places to hang out, at Madeline Carafa or at The Healthy Hustlers. And of course, if you did enjoy this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member who might benefit from it too. Not only does it really help the show, but also helps other people on their health and wellness journey. All the links that have been mentioned in the episode, you can find in the show notes. Have an awesome week. Until next time, don't forget to keep your hustle and nice and healthy.